This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what happened, I've been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We have a lot to get to this morning, and it's one of these mornings where I want to engage with you sooner rather than later so that we have more time uh, during the course of this hour We are taking your calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So President Biden's uh, speech a short time ago urging voters to preserve democracy. And how do you do that? (laughs) By electing Democrats. That was the best he had. I, I I don't know who's advising the president. Normally it's a team of people. I I I I don't understand why the White House would put the president out there uh this evening to do what he did. Because the first thing that comes to mind is that the best you've got? And evidently so, yes. Yes, here's a translation of what that speech was. One, it was divisive. That's number one. And I'm always on this radio station saying that we've got to come together, that we've got to find a way to bridge the gap. And the president of the United States of America went before America to be quite divisive tonight. But here's the translation of what we heard. And we are taking your telephone calls in just a moment, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. The translation, what President Biden might as well should have said during that speech is the following. I know that we Democrats are in deep trouble for Tuesday, and I am begging you under the disguise using uh, January 6th, I am begging you to vote Democratic. I am reminding you, and and folks, I'm on this program uh, stating, you know, we've got to move past uh, January 6th. Every time 
the last election is brought up. My standard line is that train left the station. We have to move on. And the president of the United States of America, the man that's supposed to bring us together, again invoked January 6th, MAGA, and Trump. The last time I checked, the last time I checked, Former President Trump is not a candidate as of yet. Former President Trump, as of yet, is not running for anything. The issue tonight, I I really believe that the president would have did much better discussing issues. And, you know, perhaps maybe maybe not admitting uh, any mistakes, but, 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 you know, this is the direction that, that we're headed. Even Gavin Newsom in uh, California. Now, remember, his reelection this year is all but guaranteed after he himself survived a recall effort uh, last year. But even Gavin Newsom is stating publicly the Democrats have made a mistake that they have aired by campaigning hard on abortion rights, which is exactly what I have said. I have told you, folks, you pick a city, any city. Pick a state, any state. And it's almost the same commercial that Governor Hochul is running in New York, highlighting uh, issues like the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade, abortion, but not really saying anything about bread and butter issues like the economy, like inflation, like crime, like crime. That's one of the issues we're going to get to. And in a moment, I'm going to start with your telephone calls beginning in just a second with Denise on Long Island. But I was looking at a video, folks, and it's a very sad video. And I I do have to be honest with you. As I'm watching the video and then watching the face of the suspect, I'm I'm wondering what what type of animal shoots a police officer? What what type of person does something like that? I'm referring to the situation in, in Newark, New Jersey. And if you want to understand what police go through on a daily basis, take a look at the video. You see the officer laying on the ground. He's wounded near a pool of blood. I don't know if it's his, but we have to make the assumption that it is because he's wounded and he's standing right there on the ground. And and he's moving from left to right in pain. And it was tough to look at that video. Two officers wounded. But I also saw good in the video. And here's the good that I that I saw. A lot is made about police community relations. The 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 toughness that that allegedly the black community cannot get along with the police. The police cannot get along with the African American community. And what I saw on that video 
that officer was laying there on the ground. Now, he's wounded. He don't know if he's about to lose his life. And before his comrades in blue, and by the way, this is Back to Blue Day here on WABC. We will have a lot coming up today. But before his colleagues could get to him, a woman pulls up in a car, a middle-aged woman. She jumps out her car. And she runs over to the officer, and she try and she happens to be African American, and she tries to help the officer. A man runs up. I thought he was an undercover officer, but I don't believe that he was. He had on all black. He also happened to be um, African American, and it looks like he was on his cell phone calling for help. At that point. Three uniform officers come running up, and they're trying to help the officer on the floor, and all you hear is pop, 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 more gunfire. That African-American woman that had went back to her car, so now the police got to pull their, their guns and try and figure out what's going on. That woman went back to the officer on the floor, and while gunshot is is being fired and she's uh holding the towel on the officer's wound so don't tell me that police and community can't get along that they can't work together at the end of the day we're all human beings except for that savage that shot that allegedly shot those two police officers What type of person does something like that? And so also we're going to discuss this morning, uh, President Trump is suing the New York State Attorney General Letitia James. Um, I don't see the lawsuit going anywhere. However, the president makes an excellent point that she is out to get him. And if nothing else, that issue has to be highlighted. You can't run on a platform of I'm going to bring Donald Trump down, and then you become attorney general of the state and head in the direction of everything that you said during the campaign. That's not fair. It's not the American way. I mentioned that we were going to start with Denise on Long Island, so let's do exactly that. And then we're going to go to uh, Deidre in uh, New Jersey. Good morning, Denise, and welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, Dominic, um, as deplorable and despicable as I found President Biden's speech, oh. I think I think it was a disgrace. I think right from day one, he has torn the fabric of our country apart. That set aside, we're right at the finish line. We're looking at the finish line right now. I think that with, in one way, as deplorable as what he said, it is only highlighting what the Democrats are all about. They know they're in trouble. They're pulling people out of the ground. I mean, they've got Clinton out there. I mean, they're pulling all the stops because they know they're in deep trouble. Denise, so in one Denise way, nothing, nothing is, nothing will help the Democratic Party through the midterms. 
there's okay. a t- there's a term that the kids use that the the kids um, teenagers or they used to use, and the term goes something like this: "You played yourself." Democrats played themselves. You, right. you 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 had the power. You had it. You had everything. All you had to do was do good by the American people, and you couldn't do that. You pushed your agenda. You let those nuts on the left call the shots, and now you're in the position you're in, and there's nothing you can do to stop the tidal wave that's coming on Tuesday, period. I agree with you, Dominic, and I think, as I said, this only highlights the the position that the Democrats are in and that the message is to everyone, get out and vote, look at the finish line, and let's get these Democrats out of office and let's take our country back again. Well, Denise, I thank you for that well-thought-out uh, comment, and you have a uh, a beautiful morning. Let's go now to New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Deidre. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Love your show. Thank you. That's very um, kind of you to say. My son is a North cop, and um, it's no joke down there. Oh, it's um, no joke. It's no, no joke in, in Newark, New Jersey. None. No. It's a subculture within a culture, and that's how sad it is. Um, they're so um, they're, they're so understaffed that they're working so many hours. You know, they're stuck with overtime. Um, there's like only 800, 800 in the city of Newark. And I don't know if wow. people know that. There should be like 1,200. Wow. But there's only eight. So they are so understaffed that I don't think anybody wants to be a cop anymore. It's so it's so politically done that if one false move of a cop, they can lose everything. Everything. Sibling. This is true. This is true. So I think nobody wants to be a cop anymore. They're like that. It's it's not it's they they dare to protect and serve. Yet they're not treated like and listen, there are some bad among among people in any any type of organization there is some bad but it's not bad across the board i agree with you you, yes and when you look at that video i i I would just say not even just a cop anybody shot like that to see that video that trying to struggle for their life i mean unfortunately yeah it was the cop i mean who's there to protect and serve and the only time it seems like the citizens of newark want them there is when they need them. When they don't need them, then forget it. They're not wanted. I, I'm just curious. Uh, what did you see on that video? Okay. Oh, I, what I saw is when I saw the same thing that I I heard you talk about. So the cop gets shot down. The woman gets out of his, her car. She runs back to her car. Yes. To get that paper towel. She's there. She's there yes. for that, that cop. Yes. And then I saw another man come, and I guess he appears to look like he's on a cell phone calling for backup, 911. He yes. appears to be on the phone. Yes. So there's a, the, the ones that seem to appreciate them is the more, um, what, I'm, what I'm told is more of the old timers, more of the older generation. I agree the with younger you. Generation I, I agree with you. I agree with you. We, we, we've we got to change. Thank you so much for the telephone call, and you have a great morning. We have got to change this culture. And I, I, don't, I don't necessarily know how we do it, but we've got to change. We've got to go back 
For example, the other day I rode the subway. And uh, while I was going down an escalator, two police officers were, were coming up. And normally I'll, I'll say hello uh, to police officers. But on this day, I felt the need to almost yell, thank you, in a nice way, thank you for your service. And they were pleasantly surprised and nodded and said hello. We've, we've got to go back to those days. We've got to get away from this sentiment, from this mentality of the police are the enemy. Because when you when you see this video, that officer there to protect and serve is on the ground in his own blood, and he's vulnerable. And until backup can get there, he's on his own. And he's bleeding, and he's been shot by someone that's not even worth And he, he's the officer's down, and I, I, I am just happy. That woman risked her life. The the bullets you you can if you watch the video you can hear the bullets still flying. And so we don't know what's going on in that officer's mind, as as he's moving from left to right and in tremendous pain. But some community members came to his aid. And and after after the tragedy of seeing this officer shot, the, the, the little good that came out of this is that some community members came to his aid. Let's go to Clint in Queens. Good morning, Clint. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Go right ahead, please. Fantastic. I'm stressed out, Dominic. I love your show. Thank you for letting everyone speak. I'm, uh, you, you've got the best show on the radio, my brother. Thank and you. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Why are you stressed out, Clint? Let me tell you something, my friend. You keep you keep saying rightfully so that the Democrats need to bring up the issues and talk about the issues. But, Dominic, they can't. And the reason they can't is because they're not even that anything is wrong. The border, they claim, is closed. Crime is overblown. Inflation, Biden came out one month and said it's at zero percent. Schools, no CRT is being taught in schools. I can go on and on and on. But they're not claiming that there's any problem. So there is no intention to fix anything. So if I can, Dominic, I just want to say to your listening audience, yes, we've heard that it, that uh, that uh, elections in the past were the most important ones. But this one truly is the most important election in our lives for our family, for our children. So people, please, you must get out and we must stop this madness. We need to give the Republicans a chance to turn this around. And if they can't do it, there'll be another election down the road. But this needs to stop. The madness needs to stop, Dominic. Well, you you know what, Clint? I couldn't have uh, said it better than the way you just articulated it. The the madness, uh, unfortunately, the madness has become the norm. And that's why the Democrats are going to be shown the door 
on Tuesday because they have accepted the madness becoming the absolute norm, and they expect for all of us to accept it. And and it's thank you for the call, Clint. It's just and 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 thank you for calling in. We really do appreciate it. it it's just it's just sad what's going on in the country. And I thought that President Biden would have something to say when he went before those uh, cameras. There was nothing to say except what he basically said was, remember why you voted me in office. I'm not Trump. Trump, Trump, Trump. MAGA, bad people. Trump, Trump, Trump. January 6th. That's that's what he said. And, and, and if the candidate is not a Democrat, don't vote for them. Remember January 6th. How is that unifying the country? Frankly, Mr. President, we would have all done better if you would have just respectfully stayed quiet rather than stating that. What was the great need? Well, we know the great need because the pollsters are telling you that uh, you're in trouble come Tuesday. And the free run is over come Tuesday. Republicans take the House. Republicans possibly take the Senate. Your free run is over. Christopher in Vermont, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes. Uh, hello. Um, yes, I'm uh, delighted to speak with you. Um, it, it, it's just it's so bizarre. The Democrats caused all these conditions. I was in the supermarket in Brattleboro today, and a, a loaf of uh, sourdough bread has got to, uh, up to the point of 5.49 a loaf, and I remarked to these ladies, I said, "This is uh, over a, a dollar and a half where it was a year ago. Hmm. How can we possibly uh, con- consider that th- there's 8.7 percent inflation? This is this is more like 28 or 38 percent inflation." And, and Christopher, not only that, look at what's happened to the real estate market, right? So um, if you're someone like me, my family, and you, you, you own your home and, you know, maybe you're considering selling, whatever. Or let's say, let's say you're a first-time home buyer, right? It, it, you know, so, for example, my daughter, uh, you know, she just got her home a year and a half ago, Christopher, 3% uh, interest rate. That same fixed 3% interest rate is now six plus up to seven. And it, and after what happened uh, just a few hours ago, uh, it may even go higher than that. And, you know, sometimes I listen to what people have to say and what, what Democrats want us to believe. And, and folks, this is not a partisan attack. I am being objective. This is not a partisan attack. Uh, you know, oh, Dominic, it's a worldwide inflation. Uh, yeah, not Biden's fault. No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> yes, there may be inflation throughout the world, but the the U.S. is a world leader, and what's the leader of the world? And what are you doing to stem the problem here? Let's go to Kevin in New Jersey. Good morning, Kevin. What's on your mind? 
Hey, good morning, Dominic. Uh, just wanted to say you run a good program. I like listening to uh, you and all the rest of the um, hosts of 77 WABC. Um, God bless Mr. Casimatidis and his whole family. Yes, thank uh, you. Absolutely. I appreciate what he's doing. Um, but I just wanted to also just say, like, uh, Newark is one of those cities, like in New Jersey, like all the rest of them, Patterson, Camden, Trenton. Um, Elizabeth, Jersey City, you know, the all-stars that, you know what I mean? Yes. Always, uh, you know, um, and Ros Baraka, he was one of those mayors that during the 2020, uh, situation with the riots and everything. See, Newark don't get as much publicity as Chicago, Los Angeles. I know all the hosts always say, you know, with the, uh, George Soros back DAs, but Newark is one of those cities too. They got actually still got a, statue of George Floyd in front of the city hall. And I know during the Columbus day, um, during the Columbus day, uh, celebration you guys was doing at 77 Curtis was saying how, uh, which is actually Pete said it, how they wanted to take down Columbus, which they did name the park and all that. They were so more concerned about George Floyd and you know all this uh, uh, defund the police and all that. It was they had the the protest the protest during the 2020. But I'm just gonna get to the point because I have respect for other calls. If you go to and I'm not here to support any website anything, but every single day if you go to RLS Media, it's a shooting in North every day. Actually, not only did the cops get shot uh, yesterday, it was at that same day. There was three other people that got shot too. I believe in a a, a kid, a four year old kid, or something like that. But you really don't hear about that on the news, you know, Dominic. So, but if you you know, it's the same same thing. You know, it's sad, but these these Democrats, they it's crazy. And the, believe it or not, another thing, the 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 as you quote unquote, the hood doesn't hate Donald Trump as much as the media portray him. A lot of people, if you really question a lot of people. They really kind of not everybody, but a lot of people really think Biden sucks in the hood, and they really <laughs> you hear you because I'm I, I'm in the hood and I hear it. Oh man, Trump was you know kind of better than Biden. They think Biden sucks. They sucks. They think he's the minute, and they think he's a fool. But I appreciate it. By um, well, I I thank you. I thank you for the call, Kevin, and and you have a um a great morning. And um. I, I really do wish Mr. Biden well. I really, really do. And I really wish that he could be successful. But, Mr. President, it's just not working. You made history. You became president of the United States. It's time to retire. And with all due respect, take your number two with you. Because we don't need any more further embarrassment of the country. These are serious times that require serious solutions. And I hope that we are along the path of finally getting to serious leaders. So hopefully after Tuesday, the other progressives will say, I better get my act together. I better go mainstream or I'm not going to be around. That's the message that needs to reach uh, some of these uh, progressives. The mayor of Chicago, our mayor here in New York. I can go down the list of almost any any uh, major city. 
And what what I'm what I'm about to say, and please don't take this the wrong way, because I you know I was about to take Peter's call from Harlem, because every time Peter calls up, he calls me this, he calls me that, and now now maybe Peter was not going to make this point, but it said on the screen here, but you're not mentioning uh, with the drugs. So. And and there are many there are many people that believe that oh oh the guy that shot the cops oh it's not his fault it's not his fault it's the drugs it's the drugs that came in no it's not the drugs that came in it, it's the fact that his mama never taught him anything daddy wasn't home he was a drain on taxpayers and now he should spend the rest of his life where he should have been all along. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We will be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. We are about to go back to your telephone calls. We're taking your calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. What I was going to say that is somewhat controversial, but this is how I really feel. This is how I really feel, and I've thought about this. When I look at those cops shot in Newark, by some, I, I don't even have the term. Uh, but how I really feel is what's the point of making history and electing an African-American mayor if the status quo continues? And if that mayor, male or female, like in Chicago, comes into office and practically does nothing to help their people. What is the point? What That's the problem that I have with people voting Democrat or Democratic all the time. What's in it for you? And if we're going to be honest about this conversation, most young people are out there doing the right thing. They're trying to go to school, trying to work, trying to be good siblings trying to be good role models. But there's, there's that, that element of the community that the only thing that will work for them, on them, is tough love. And if you're the leader of a city, why are you not dishing out that tough love to help them help themselves? That's the problem that I have. What's the point of having an African-American mayor of Chicago? 
she's walking around talking, and now oh, I'm not going to talk to white reporters. Are you crazy, lady? With all due respect to, to the office of mayor, can, can you imagine if a white mayor said, I'm not going to talk to Dominic Carter? I, I, say whatever you want about Rudy Giuliani every day. And he knew that I was coming out of left field with God knows what in front of the entire press corps every single day. And he took the question every single day, the entire time he was mayor. Can you imagine if Giuliani had said, I, I don't like Dominic. He keeps asking me these black questions and I, I don't, I don't want to talk to him anymore. No. Giuliani would have been ran out of office. And then the mayor of Chicago says, oh, I'm, only, I'm only a black reporter. And, and that's an insult to what? what so we're not going to ask you tough questions? Is that what you believe? Well, I guess you haven't encountered me. Oh, no, no, no. An African-American reporter will have the sensitivity that, that I can relate to. But what are you doing to help your people, Madam Mayor, at the end of the day? And then, and then let's move it beyond race. Then let's move it up to the, to the White House. We have Americans that, that are in some serious, serious situations. And, Mr. President, the best you've got is to come before the American people and go, because this is what he basically said in the speech, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, MAGA, MAGA, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, January 6th. Don't forget January 6th. Go out and vote Democratic, January 6th. That's what he said. And then he made a mistake and said the election is on November 9th, January 6th. Don't forget, vote Democratic. That's what the president of the United States said. We're taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's go to Pete in New Hampshire. Good morning, Pete. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning, Dom. You're awesome. Love your show. That's why I'm calling. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. First off, the shooter in Newark, Dom, I I watched the video and I got the same response as you have. I watched the whole thing, basically. And what it tells me is that that individual, the shooter, isn't worth the air that he breathes. Thank you. I'm I'm, going to say that first. Uh, number Thank one, you. as far as uh, Mr. Biden's speech, at first I loved it, and then I was shocked. And then I thought to myself, you know what? I want I want the president to come out and make another stupid speech every day right up to Election Day, Dom. <laughs> and the reason why, you know, the reason why all the libertarians and independents, all, all the people on the Demo- Democrat side – all these people that have been sitting on the fence trying to decide which way to go, which party to run to, guess what's going to happen? I want him to come out, like I say, Dom, every day and make another goofy speech, and that way it just it further enhances the, 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 the right so that these undecided voters will go to the right and vote. Well, Pete, let's listen to a little bit of what uh, our president had to say. It's hard to even say. After the assailant entered the home asking, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Those are the very same words used by the mob when they stormed the United States Capitol on January the 6th. So I I, I don't, Pete, I want you to stay with me for a second. I, I yep. just don't, I just don't get it. I, I want to listen a little bit more 
to what the president had to say. In this moment, we have to confront those lies with the truth. The very future of our nation depends on it. My fellow Americans, we're facing a defining moment, an inflection point. We must, with one overwhelming, unified voice, speak as a country and say there's no place, no place for voter intimidation or political violence in America. But, Pete, what the president did, it was was borderline offensive. He didn't say vote Democratic on the issues. He said vote Democratic, uh, you know, because it's not Trump and not MAGA and and January 6th. It's offensive. Well, first, Dom, first off, uh, number one, if you want to go back real quick, briefly, January 6th, and it's a fact, it's a well-known fact, it was recorded, Dominic, Donald Trump called Nancy Pelosi and, and, and wanted 20,000 National Guardsmen called out, and Nancy Pelosi rejected it, and so did uh, uh, Bowser, the mayor of D.C. And you know what? The other thing is, this whole Pelosi, uh, Paul Pelosi being attacked with a hammer, we're never going to know the truth of what actually happened, Dominic. Well, hey, Pete, I, I thank you for the call. But but what, what I'm amazed about is that here I am on the radio going, listen, folks, I'm tired about hearing about January 6th. I'm tired of hearing about divisive issues. And the president goes before the American people and goes, no, 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 no. We, we got we to gotta stay on the divisive issues. It was a, it was a naked play, <laughs> an ambitious play for votes. That's all the speech. That's all the speech was as the president went before the cameras. I know there's a lot at stake in these midterm elections, from our economy, to the safety of our streets, to our personal freedoms, the future of health care, Social Security, Medicare. It's all important. But we'll have our differences. We'll have our difference of opinion. And that's what it's supposed to be. But there's something else at stake. Democracy itself. I'm at a loss of words. You know how sometimes you'll talk to teenagers and you'll say, okay, make your point, but no, but that's what the president of the United States just did. He literally said, this is what he literally said. Issues are important, but let's focus on Trump MAGA January 6th vote democratic on Tuesday. That's, that's what he did. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. Uh, I know today was the funeral for your uh, for your nephew uh, in New York. Uh, what's the way? I'm lovely, and you know, um, I feel good about that. But I have to. I, I called because it's something I'm here. Number one, um, um, what Biden said, I, I don't see where it, it's humorous, and it made a lot of sense to me because I see that I sent you an email, by the way, that we are fighting for democracy more or less. And as far as him throwing up the, what happened on the sixth, it's not like it didn't happen. Okay, you can't sweep that under the rug. And fine. Get over it. But right now, we have something more important. It's democracy. Because I, I, I have young people that are going to be doing their first year of voting. 
right now, from what they're hearing, they don't want to vote for nobody nowhere because of all the rhetoric. You know, it's okay, but this one is the derrickism. But no one has said made a plan. I haven't heard either party. This okay. Everyone's saying the crime is this, this is that. No one said, well, this is what we're going to do. I haven't heard not one, and that's discouraging. Okay, well, but wait a minute now, Audrey. You, you said that that you haven't heard either one, either party with, with a solution. I, I, the last time I checked, Mr. Zeldin has been crystal clear on what, what it, on what he said on day one. District mm-hmm. Attorney Bragg is out, and he's suspending this uh, bail system. This he's tremendous failure. Stop crime. Okay, he's, he can't just go in and get rid of the Okay, but wait, like but wait, that. Audrey, did, didn't it work to a large degree for the last 20 years? Oh, listen, I can't go back that long. I was having fun 50 years ago. Don't do that to me. <laughs> okay. I, it was okay. better then. We didn't have this nonsense then. No, no, but when I say, well, no, I'm saying for the last 20 years, under Giuliani and okay, under I'm not going Bloomberg. Okay, I'm because I have issues with that, because I was stopped and frisked. I remember I told you about that, and right. I didn't do anything. Okay, but, okay, but. But at, but at the but at the end of the day, Audrey, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. would we and I'm not for violating anyone's civil rights, but do we want to be stopped and frisked or would we rather be dead? Which one? Neither one, because I haven't experienced death, but I experienced stop and frisk. And and that's something that you haven't experienced and it's something that went wrong. Okay, how are you gonna stop and frisk a criminal if you don't right now, everybody's packing guns considering the Second Amendment, right? So, you know, I just haven't had one, but I'm still going to vote. Have a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Audrey. Well, I'm glad you're able to laugh on a, on a day like today uh, for you on a personal level. Uh, I am going to continue with your telephone calls. Tom up in the, is up in the Bronx. He's up next. But first, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we will have our Dominic Carter Care segment. And coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano on the other side of midnight. And we are taking your calls. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. WABC. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. Well, Elon Musk and Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez are going at each other on Twitter. And this is um, after she criticized his decision to charge verified Twitter users telling her to pay up and you folks can help me because I still don't understand this new system. I see a blue check mark next to my name. And according to Elon Musk, that means I'm supposed to eight pay $8 a month. But, uh, Mr. Musk, his comments are directed at AOC and it's, it's his latest response to a long list of complaints from verified users over Twitter's new policy to institute an $8 a month fee for those on the social media platform with blue check marks. And so AOC tweeted that a billionaire is trying to sell people on the idea that free speech is actually an $8 a month subscription plan and uh, Mr. Musk responded, your feedback is appreciated. Now pay $8. And so may, maybe, hey, hey, Matt Blaze, do you understand it? Before I go to Tom in the Bronx, 
or maybe Kenneth, I guess he's younger of the three of us. <laughs> but wh- what is this blue mark? Now? Well, it means that you're verified, that they know that it is the actual person. So wait, so then, on Twitter. So, okay, so then don't I want? To, so shouldn't I not want to be verified so I don't have to pay? Well, you want to be verified because then it gives you more credibility that people know that it's actually you. It's not mm. somebody pretending to be you. But the beef now is that they want everybody who's verified, which means like every celebrity, anybody in politics that's verified, will now have to pay $8 a month to keep that blue check. Oh, so you're paying for the check. You're paying for that blue check to but, be verified. But uh, Before, and- you just had to make sure you were verified, and that was it. You didn't pay anything for it. Now, Elon Musk is saying you got to pay $8 a month if you want to keep your blue check. Well, I don't want the check then. Then you don't have to pay. Then you just won't be, it won't show that you're verified. Verified holds a very esteemed position because it means that you're credible. Mm. It means that you are somebody. That's really what it's saying. But But people want you to be verified. Yeah, but if you're Dominic Carter, you don't need that blue check. Right, you're right. verified, Dom. Right, 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 but what if somebody else puts up your picture and says they're Dominic right, Carter? Like they do on Instagram? Right, exactly. But they, I understand. So true, but they, but would I, also, they would also need to match the amount of followers that Dom has. I mean, nobody's going to believe if it's Dom's picture and it's 15 followers. You know, they're not going to believe, oh, that's got to be Dominic Carter. Right, but they don't want, in other words, AOC is saying... She's verified, right? What if somebody else puts up a picture and then all of a sudden people who want to follow her actually follow the fake one instead of the real one? And that could be for anybody, not AOC. I'm mm. just saying. That's mm. that's the the issue. The issue that I have with her is it's not free speech. Twitter is not free speech. Okay. We know that free speech really means the government can't tell you what to do or throw you in jail for speaking out against it. That's all that free speech is. Well, she never knows what she's talking about. That's so, true. So why should this be any different? <laughs> That's right. Thanks, guys. Uh, let's go. Let's go to Tom. And so, folks, in the in the final minutes that I have, you know, if you want to tell me about what you feel about this blue check mark and Elon Musk, you know, go right ahead. Eight hundred eight four eight WABC. Let's go to Tom in the Bronx. Good morning, Tom. What's on your mind? Uh, hi, Dominic. I'd like to say the way the interest rates are going up and rents are going up, I think we'll all be forced to live in cargo containers eventually. Well, you, you know what's what's sad about it, what, what's really sad about it, Tom? So, so uh, there's no other way to say this. So I've, I've been out there for a while, right? So, you know, I, I, we, my wife and I, we can afford to pay the mortgage, right? Yeah. And and we have a super low rate, right? Three percent. My yeah. daughter that's just thought well, she got a great rate too. She made it in barely in the nick of time. But to the average person starting out now, it's just it's it just doesn't seem fair that you're well, gonna come into the impossible. game. You say that again, Tom? It's I say it's mission impossible. Yes, it, it does it does seem that way. You know, yeah. so so I was driving around Rockland today, as I often do, and it's very peaceful. And sometimes I see the deer and so on. And I'm looking at the uh, at the houses and the for sale signs. And for a family that's starting out nowadays, it's it's you're completely priced out to begin with. That's one, and two, you're going to pay double the mortgage uh, interest. 
that you would have a year ago. And so, and so when people say, oh, Trump, 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 I, I don't, I don't like now. And of course, this, this spread from Obama as well, but Trump, 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 I, I don't like his personality. Ah, but, but look, look at the mortgage rates that, that you were dealing with. Look at the stock market. Look at it now. Look, look at it now, right? So I'm, I'm 58. What, what, what if the market doesn't recover in, in five or six years? What, what happens then to somebody like me? You know? So. Yeah, sure. What, any, any one of us. I mean, uh, some Long Island has some nice houses and everything too. But in other words, a lot of people will be priced out. What's going to happen there? Right. It, it's, it's, it's a, it's a great question. It's a great question. And, and, and I say, and I say to my, uh, Demo- thank you for the call, Tom. I say to my Democratic friends, okay, well, you didn't like what Trump said on Twitter, so deal with it now, you know, deal with it now. Gracie in Rockland, good morning, but I believe Gracie's in uh, California still. Good morning, Gracie. I'm still in in California, but I like it better because I get you at 9 o'clock instead of midnight. Ah, okay, okay. I'm not half a... I'm not here for sleep. Listen, the the bottom line is this. Audrey, I'm I'm just using her because she said it. Uh, What to do to solve the problem? You know what we do to solve the problem? Let's go back four years when Trump was president. All I know is now people are going to say, stop whining. But my husband's pension went down since Silver McGunn got in office $1,000 a month. Okay, that's a lot of money. Okay, sweetheart, that's a thousand. I'm not. I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. But if I'm paying less, that means I'm paying less taxes. So the government is even getting less money. I want to know how the people. Uh, you said last night with the mayonnaise. What are young people doing that don't have big big jobs? How are they feeding their families? Every time you go in the supermarket, I want to know. People tell me out there, mm-hmm. how are you affording food? It, it's a great question, Gracie. And to those of us, to those of you that didn't hear me last night, I was in utter shock when I went into the supermarket and Hellman's uh, mayonnaise was uh, six ninety nine. For a jar of of mayonnaise, and 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 if it meant I was not going to have my tuna sandwich, Gracie, then that's what it was going to mean. But there there was another one that was on sale, some no name brand for three ninety nine, and so I bought that one. But but it is crazy. It's crazy. You put the mayonnaise on the bread. I know. I I, I mix it in the tuna with with maybe. No, a little- no, I'm making. You oh. can't afford the tuna, so you just eat the, the mayonnaise on the bread to fill up. You, you have you have me and Frank Morano laughing here, Gracie. Gracie, we we thank you for calling uh, and enjoy Los Angeles, and you have a uh, great morning. Frank and I will continue to take your calls in just a uh, second. Eight hundred eight four eight WABC. But first, Frank is here, and good morning. Hello, and, Dominic. And so yesterday, I was a little confused. Oh boy. Because you had on your what, what was that you had on yesterday? Um, my what do you call my it? farmer's costume, right? Overalls, yeah, overalls yeah. on. And I was like, okay, I haven't seen somebody wear overalls in a while. 
But but you also but you wore those to go trick or treating, right? Correct? Right. Carmine was a pumpkin, so my wife ah, and I were farmers. Ah, okay, okay. You know, we do spend an hour together before your show. You could have just asked me, <laughs> "Why are you wearing overalls?" <laughs> it didn't cross my mind yeah, to ask okay. you, okay. and then I was like, "Okay, whatever." Okay, so what do you have coming All up? Right, so we got an action pack show. We're gonna have our weekly sit down with Brian Kilmeade. Uh, obviously, I'm eager to get his take on this uh, Nancy Pelosi situation, the Paul Pelosi break-in. But uh, it was a big night with the World Series yesterday. And I think if there's one thing Brian Kilmeade is actually more passionate about than politics, it's sports. So we're going to talk about Agreed. that. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk. We're going to have our weekly uh, AC report. We have a Wyatt Earp biographer. Uh, we're going to discuss the life and times of Wyatt Earp. And uh, Gerald Salente is a trends forecaster, a guy that is fired up about just about every issue under the sun he's going to join us and give us his take on uh, what's happening with the russia ukraine war and where we go from here so we got a lot of ground to cover and uh, i have some thoughts on these commercials that have been airing uh urging people to flip the ballot over and vote on these questions from the racial justice commission in new york city and people get to hear that in just two minutes i heard you mention that the other night you're, you're not a strong supporter no and and as uh, i'm gonna get into this a little bit more in, in a minute I have a big problem with the fact that they're calling these questions the byproduct of the Racial Justice Commission. Who's yeah. going to vote against that? Right. I, I mean, who's against racial justice? How about you don't say it's the Racial Justice Commission. Just tell us what the questions are. I, tell us what they mean. I, I see you're getting worked up. Let's go to Doris in Manhattan. Hey, She'll Doris, so you, you, you only got about 25 seconds here, but please only go right ahead. Wanna, only thing that I want to say, things going to change. I mean, when Trump was in there, maybe, you know, the border situation wouldn't be the same. But everything else, the economy and everything else going to still remain what's, what's going to change. Things going to change. For the better? For the better? But, no, no, for the worse. Oh. Things that prices oh. going to go up and nothing is going to remain the same. Well, Doris, we thank you for the call. Folks, keep it right here. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. I will be back again tomorrow, same time, same station.